Hi, I'm James Rodier, and welcome to the American Institute of Biological Sciences Bioscience Talks, a forum for integrating the life sciences, where on the second Wednesday of each month, we discuss the latest bioscience publications. And as a reminder, if you'd like to read more, point your browser to bioscience.oxfordjournals.org. Today, I'm joined by Dr. Corinna Grease at the University of Wisconsin-Madison, where she works as an information manager with the North Temperate Lakes Long-Term Ecological Research Site. This episode's a little bit different from some of our others. Instead of highlighting an article from the journal Bioscience, we're going to talk about a workshop that AIBS held earlier this year. The topic was complex data integration, and Dr. Grease was a co-chair. And just to give some context to the issue, data integration is one of the most difficult and important challenges facing biology today. We're constantly hearing about the fact that we live in the era of big data, and while biology is no different, there are substantial obstacles to actually using that data, including data discoverability, formats, standards, and governance, among many other issues that we'll talk about today. And just a side note, if you're interested in this issue, there's a link in the show notes to the upcoming AIBS Council meeting on addressing bioinformatics workforce needs, which will be held on December 8th, and we'll explore a lot of the same topics that we talk about in this episode. Let's get to the interview. Dr. Grease, thank you very much for being here today. Thank you. You know, we're definitely going to encourage everyone to read the workshop report, but just to get us started, I was hoping that you could give us some context on the broader issue at work here. So from your perspective, what are we really talking about when we say, you know, the integration of complex biological data? We are talking, for example, bringing together data from genetics and environmental biology that can help us answer evolutionary biology questions or that can help us better understand how a disease might spread through a system or from the wild into human populations. Increasingly in modern biology, bringing together these kinds of distinct data sets is required for addressing fundamental scientific questions. Data integration is going to be necessary if we want to understand how to mitigate challenges facing our planet or threatening human health and well-being. And where can these data be found? We need to bring together data from many sources to better understand and model the biological ramifications of climate change, forecast crop productivity, that means food availability, water quality and water availability, and other ecosystem services that the human population relies on, and so many more large and important problems. It's clearly an important and complex topic, but um, what were the particular contributions of this workshop? Complex data integration is a large and potentially complex topic. The workshop, however, and the report you, refer you referenced are concerned with identifying the barriers and potential solutions that help the research community bring together data from two or more domains, or actually from two or more sources that may be in one domain. Thanks. And you know, one thing I was wondering in reading over the workshop report was why this issue seems to be getting so much traction right now. You know, it seems like the integration of data, the usability of data across domains would sort of be an intrinsic good and something that would always be important to scientists. But Right now, the attention seems to be greater than it was before, and I was wondering if you could talk to us just a little bit about why that might be. Well, there are probably many reasons. Data integration is certainly not new. Researchers have used data from other domains to help interpret their own measurements for a long time. But there are many reasons why it is becoming an issue right now. For one, the more detail we're able to measure, the more we're starting to grasp how interconnected and interdependent everything is which means the questions we need to ask are getting more and more complex and larger in scale, both spatial scale and temporal scale. Um, 
the research fields themselves are becoming more specialized, while at the same time, many measurements are becoming cheaper, which is leading to a lot more data being generated. So we really have to rely on other specialists to produce the data we need to interpret our own measurements more and more as the specialization is going on. And do we need to look at older data as well as newly acquired data? Well, with the world constantly changing, we can never go back to measure conditions a few years ago. So it's very important to keep those data around. And what we're finding now more and more that we need to rely on data collected by someone else earlier probably with a very different question in mind. And all of that makes it very hard to repurpose those data and integrate them to answer new questions that we're coming up with right now. And getting at how that might be done, you were one of the co-chairs of a workshop that AIBS convened to put forth recommendations for how to improve data integration. Uh, Can you talk a bit about the workshop and the recommendations that came out of it? Sure. I was very pleased to co-chair this particular workshop that was held last March. Uh, because the meeting brought together a wonderful mix of experts ranging from genetics to neuroscience to biodiversity and ecosystem sciences. We also had computer scientists and informatics experts and database managers. So it was a real crosscut. The participants in the workshop spent some time thinking about real-world scientific questions that would be easier to understand and solve if we were better able to integrate data from different research programs. This also helped us start thinking about how different communities might be able to share or use data management or analysis tools that are being or have been developed by other research communities. So share not only the data, but also the tools that have been developed for analyzing these data. And can you mention some of the real-world examples that came out of that? Workshop attendees discussed barriers to complex data integration in areas such as data discovery and data access, evaluating data for fitness of use, the process of data integration, education and training, and infrastructure and governance to coordinate progress towards solutions. And what were some of the obstacles that the participants recognized? Participants recognized domain silos as a major reason for the high barriers to data integration. For example, data discovery and integration are currently hampered by a lack of common standards, including those for identifications, representation, ontologies, data formats, and data collection protocols. Community coalescence around standards is the key, and the key here is not more standards, but coalescing around certain standards. Participants advocated for interagency discussions about how to provide linkages across the data systems, thus making data from all sites more readily discoverable and distributing the financial burden. Okay, so we've talked about sort of the broader implications of data integration, but I was hoping we could drill down into a real-world example um, that really kind of shows the promise of this approach. What was one of the ones that the uh, participants discussed? Well, workshop participants provided several examples of complex data integrations. And without getting into too much detail here, uh, I want to highlight just one example here of a recent analysis of water distribution to cities from other regions. So meaning from how far away is the water that people drink really coming and how does that change under different conditions? Just to answer those kinds of questions, data that are involved 
are pertaining to rainfall, evaporation, a map of topography to model the water flow, and then to identify the water sources, isotope data of rainwater, surface water, and tap water are needed. And finally, the actual municipal water use data are integrated into this study. So this example involves data from many different sources, all of which are in different formats. They need to be cleaned, aggregated differently, and reformatted so that they can be used in the same analysis to answer the original question. That sounds like a lot of work. What are some of the challenges to that kind of data integration? Well, I think we talked a little bit about it. It's really those those silos of the different data systems and the differences in data collection. Many of our data are collected with a certain question in mind. And then many extraneous information are not collected at the same time, which renders data unusable to answer other questions, new questions that come up later. So there are many, many problems with what I called earlier ontologies, which means how we're expressing the meaning of the data. So to understand the meaning of data between different domains is sometimes very difficult and needs a lot of information before data can be meaningfully used if they are found at all. So now we're going back to actually data discovery, which is a problem all over that the data are either not publicly available or they are hidden or it's very difficult to find them. And I hope we could talk some about next steps. And I hinted a little bit about this in the intro, but this December, AIBS is going to convene a meeting that will explore issues related to the education and training of the data workforce. Um, Were these issues that you talked about during the workshop that you chaired? Yeah, we did touch on these issues. So complex data integration requires very well-honed technical expertise. Participants really supported cross-training in informatics for graduate students in the biological sciences. It was recognized that training on both sides is necessary, on the side of preparing original data for publishing and on the side of actual integration for both a higher level of specialist, like a data manager or data scientist is really needed. So funding mechanisms that enable scientists to employ technical specialists for primary data archiving and specific data integration tasks would enable complex data integration and would support the development of new career paths for individuals focused on data integration, management, and curation. And did the participants give any thought to where that new career path might find its home? You know, is this something that we would expect to see um, primarily in mathematics departments, or is it a specialization that we're likely to see kind of among biologists? Actually, I think, and the agreement in the in the workshop was that this specialty specialization can actually happen in all of these areas, including mathematics, informatics, and information sciences, which is actually the library science and in biology. And we probably really need this diversity of backgrounds. So no matter what the original discipline is, a rigorous cross-training really is necessary. A biologist wishing to work as a data scientist needs to learn informatics, a certain amount of programming, data archiving techniques, and what we call general data wrangling techniques. While a mathematician and an 
informatician need to learn about this specific domain from which the data are coming. So they need to know about the sampling approaches, the general thinking. So both groups really need to learn enough to effectively communicate with each other and across the domains. Well, it sounds like there's a lot going on, and I guess meetings like this do offer an opportunity to kind of get together and talk over the issues. Um, did you or the workshop participants have any recommendations for further coordinating this type of thing? Well, workshop participants did discuss uh, the need for governance function or infrastructure that could help identify a path forward in complex data integration, including developing strategic and operational plans, brokering relationships, facilitating communication, and overseeing the implementation of data integration plans. It was recognized that one-size-fits-all or top-down structure is not likely to be successful. So some important next steps to be taken, and that seems like a good place to leave it. Dr. Grees, thank you very much for joining me today. Well, thank you. It was a pleasure. And that concludes this episode of Bioscience Talks. Just a reminder, the journal Bioscience is published by Oxford University Press on behalf of the American Institute of Biological Sciences. And please don't forget to check the show notes for a link to the AIBS December 8th Council meeting on addressing biological informatics workforce needs. Thank you for listening and talk to you next time.